Hey, what's up? It's Jax from Plastic Action, and you're listening to the world-famous Toy Photocast. We are storytellers. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Toy Photocast with Eric Stuttered. I want to give a shout out to our two hardcore patron supporters, Stephanie Beyer and Jordan Dodrill. Thank you so much for being a part of the patron, uh, the Patreon. And if you want to actually access the Patreon, we've now uh, changed up the tiers. So if you want to listen to the bonus episodes, it's now only $1. So check it out. It's going to be a link in the show notes below. So check it out if you want to support. And we're going to have some new content with different artists coming soon. Check it out. Thanks, guys. Have a great day and peace. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Toy Photocast with the one, the only, Mr. Eric Stuttered. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, happy to be here. I'm so glad to have you on the show. I can't think of a person I'd rather have on the on the show than you know people like yourself. I just enjoy everything you're doing. It's going to be fun, man. I'm really looking forward to this. So am I, man. I appreciate all that. Yeah, man. So how long have you been doing this thing called toy photography for? I got started actually uh, 2016, actually, right around March. So right before uh, Batman versus Superman release, that's kind of when I think I started really kicking, getting into it. Were you collecting figures before then? Uh a little i would pick up a figure here and there uh or you know sometimes a pop i might see a batman pop i pick that up i you know put it on the shelf and i had some stuff left over from when i was a kid like uh i was really into uh batman 89 so i had a lot of you know like a lot of the figures and uh the batmobile some of the vehicles and whatnot so um but really in 2016 is when i got heavily into it and into the photography side of it. Do you remember what it was that started you down this journey? Like, was there a specific moment that you remember that was like, this is what I want to do? Or how was that introduction for you? Yeah. So a good friend of mine at the time, he was, uh, he had, was recovering from brain uh, surgery. And uh, so he couldn't really, he wasn't working and stuff. And he got into Legos and collecting Legos and building them and started, I guess through that, he started finding like people doing photography of Legos. And he knew that I had a background with photography and, you know, that I pick up figures every once in a while. So he started showing me some of it and I was just blown away. I was like, people are taking photos of their Legos. That's pretty crazy. And uh, so it kind of just transitioned from that. When did you start focusing on, like figures, what did you start out with Lego or what was the transition for from Lego to figures? No, I, I really didn't get getting to the Lego side of things. I, you know, being a Batman fan, I, I think the first thing I saw was I started looking at, you know, toy photography on Instagram, just seeing some of the figures and whatnot, what other people were doing. And uh, the first figure I purchased and really took a photo of was the Mezco uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman. I think it was the PX version and uh so that's kind of yeah where it started how did you get introduced to mezco and all those figures just 
being on Instagram, looking at hashtags. I, so, you know, it kind of happened organically. Uh, once I saw people taking pictures of Legos, I would follow, you know, find a hashtag and like toy photography and uh, just stumbled upon uh, Mezco figures and, and uh, the Batman specifically. Nice. So when you started out, did you have any background in photography at all? Or what was your, your motivation with that? I actually went to school and uh, got a degree fine, in uh, fine arts with an emphasis in uh, studio photography. I would do photography for my job a little. Uh, I, I, do, I was doing graphic design at the time for a private air travel company. I would go out and shoot some of their jets and, uh, and kind of do that on the side for them. And, uh, but I wasn't really focusing on like, you know, the fun side of photography, the, the toy photography side of of it and uh so once my friend showed me that people were actually taking pictures of toys and they looked amazing that kind of just sparked my interest and uh really made me you know start learning about it and uh getting into the craft more that's awesome dude so who is some of your biggest inspirations for toy photography or just in general Roll the Hard Six was probably one of the first accounts I came across. Like, and I saw some of his Batman, so he was a heavy influence. Uh, man, there's so many out there. Uh, one Six Shooter, I love seeing his stuff. I don't uh, see One Six, uh, One Six District, I believe it is. He builds a lot of his own figures and uh, and dioramas, and uh, really big into his stuff and you know following him. Uh, Figure fan Nate, he's another awesome one seeing his stuff and uh, he's super supportive and just a, a big part of the community and uh, keeps you up to date on Mezco releases. And yeah, there's, there's so many others. I know I'm forgetting other accounts that like really sparked and kind of like contributed to my, my this path into toy photography. That's awesome. Shout out to all those guys. They're incredible. I, I love hearing all the different inspirations, man. Cause I can see that whenever people tell their inspirations, I can see that kind of in like influence in their art. So how do you feel that your photos and your photography have changed since you first started out? I know you've progressed a lot since you first started out, but how do you feel like you've changed? One, uh, using the, I guess, better equipment, uh, trying to do more practical effects, uh, I think when I first started, uh, you know, it was almost just set a figure in front of a, maybe the box or, you know, uh, just on, on some black fabric and, and get a shot. But uh, I don't know. I think I just learned lighting a little more. I think uh, toy photography actually helped me focus on that and kind of figure out, okay, what works, what doesn't work. And then posing posing makes up, you know, like knowing how to pose the figure that it looks natural. I look back at some of my, my first photos and I'm like, Oh, that's not very natural at all. So they kind of progressed in that form and or in that sense. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I can see that, man. It it's, it's interesting when we look back on our journey and we're like, we notice all the stuff that when we were taking it originally a long ways back, we're like, Oh, this is so good. But then once you get better and better, and better, you're like, almost becomes kind of cringe a little bit. Yeah, you definitely. But uh, how do you approach it now, man? Is this something that are you just using as a pastime? It's your hobby. Is this something you want to pursue more professionally? What is your kind of goal with toy photography? Right now, man, it's just my hobby. Uh, come home from work, kind of decompress from the day, uh, set up some figures and kind of be able to create my own world. Uh, my, I guess almost my own little 
seen from a movie or comic book panel. Uh, as far as like progressing, I mean, if one day somebody was like, Hey, we'd like to send you some figures and you take photos of them for us. I, I would not be opposed to that one bit, but really right now, man, just a hobby and keep on improving and pushing myself and, you know, exploring the uh, medium. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I totally agree. That's, that's something that a lot of people, uh, their end goal is to do it professionally. I'm always curious to see what, what their end goal is with this. And so since it's your hobby, do you feel like you enjoy it more now than when you first started out since you're able to maybe get the, the idea in your head closer to what you're visioning? Like do you enjoy it more now? Oh yeah, definitely. I think every day I get more and more into it. I find myself at work like, Oh, I'm ready to five o'clock. Come on. I'm ready to get home and uh, maybe set up a scene and, and do some shots. Uh, or if, if an idea hits me in the middle of the day, it's like, Oh, I get really stoked about it. And, uh, want to try to try to recreate it. What's in my head, that vision. Uh, so yeah, definitely. That's awesome, man. How long does it take for you to get a shot that you've got in your mind, uh, to setting up and then post-processing and then actually uploading it? Uh, man, it varies. Sometimes it just kind of depends on what shot, uh, that I'm doing. Sometimes it, you know, like it might take five hours, you know, I might, you know, come home one evening, shoot it, a, shoot it several times, put it on the computer, look at it and like, Oh no, his hand looks kind of weird. Or I'll find like little details that I think, Hey, I can, I can, you know, redo this. I can go back and, and uh, maybe just move the camera a little bit to catch a better angle. And then uh, usually, you know, once I have the shot and I bring it into Photoshop, and start color balancing it goes pretty quick i mean it's really just getting you know that shot set up and like making myself happy with you know what i see like okay i can i can i can live with this and post this now nice that's awesome so let's talk about your setup and your gear that you use um what camera are you using your lights or do you have specific uh, dioramas that you use let's just go ahead and list that off um, right now, I just got a, a massive dio from, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, but Euler's Workshop. Yeah, he uh, he built me this massive uh, Gotham alleyway. So I got that in actually last week. So I've been posting, the, I've been able to post a few shots of it. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's my main dio right now. Uh, as far as equipment, uh, lighting, I have... Uh, I use loom cubes. I have several of those. And then I just have like a small um, LED light panel too, as well. Okay. And uh, a lot of times as I'll uh, use my phone for just a little extra light. I have like a color screen uploaded on it and I can kind of move it around while I'm like, you know, testing lights and shooting and whatnot. Uh, I use a lot of atmosphere aerosol uh, during the shoot to kind of help create depth there and pick up on some of that lighting that I might have in the background. Um, the camera I'm using right now is a, a Nikon uh, D800 uh, with a uh, 20, I want to say it's a 24 to 85 millimeter lens that has a macro option on it. So I can kind of get in close on some of those scenes. So that diorama you said you got from Euler's workshop, is that a 112 scale? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, and it is huge and very detailed. And I mean, I was blown away. I mean, 
about how much how much detail he actually put into this diorama and how much thought he did for it. It's amazing. Awesome. I love his work. He's he's so meticulous, and I love seeing his behind the scenes. He's an incredible artist. Mm. Shout out to Arthur's Workshop. So, what is your favorite line of figures? Are you? I know you shoot between one six and one twelve scale, but do you prefer one twelve over one six or vice versa? I prefer 112 just because it's easier to set up a scene. I don't really have any like nice dioramas uh, for like the one uh, six, uh, and I think like what I found is like with the the 112, especially Mezco, they're they're a lot more flexible and you can strike a lot more dynamic poses with them. Uh, I love. I do love one six, but the hot toys and everything like that when shooting like portrait shots, just because you can get so they have so much detail in, in the face and in the, in the, in the costume. Right. Do you, so you have a preference is one, you think one twelve would be your, your. Preference? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My go-to, uh, definitely. Nice. Well, let's talk about your, your moments that I like to call your pinch me moments. Have you had any of those? I know looking back, there's, there's definitely some times that, uh, you could give a shout out to, what do you, what do you got? Oh, um, I guess one of the, one of the biggest ones I remember that kind of blew me away was, uh, like kind of, and kind of helped me keep going was when, uh, a couple of years back, Mesco like posted one of my shots on their, uh, on their Instagram pet feed. And I was like blown away. I was super excited. And uh, I was like, holy cow, Mesco, like, I, I can't believe it. It's out there. Like they took one of my shots and thought it was good enough to put on their feed. Uh, so that, that was, that was a big one. Um, I don't know. I just, I, it's always cool when people like uh, follow you that uh, or like comment. Like I had, uh, I can't think of the guy's handle on Instagram, but he does uh, some of the sculpting for Sideshow Collectibles. And he's, oh, wow. uh, yeah, he's commented on some of my photos and I thought that was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, man, just being, you know, even on, on your page, the one twelfth uh, collective page, it's awesome to see my, my shots posted on there. And, you know, anytime, you know, anybody gives you like any kind of like feedback and just support and sharing and stuff, it's always, you know, it's always awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I remember like, I actually just scrolled back down to see that that shot when you got reposted by Mezco. That's that's such a like few and far between thing because they don't really do that a lot. And so yeah. when it does happen, it's it is a big it's a big moment. And I think I think there's uh, there's such a uh, satisfaction when people like see your work and they're like, okay, like I'm gonna repost this because it's good, it's quality, and that does like it it does encourage you. You're like, okay, I'm, maybe I I have something going here. I can keep on working. That's awesome, man. Yeah, definitely. And uh, recently we had a, uh, there's a, I live in a small town uh, and they have a little art center uh, in the downtown. And we had a little, we had an art show where uh, I, I exhibited in the main gallery alongside another artist. And uh, a couple of weeks after the, the opening, I was sitting outside and uh, my mail carrier comes by and it's like, Hey, are you the guy that does the toy photos that's up at the gallery? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And she's like, oh, I love those. I love those. And I thought that was pretty awesome. Like somebody that has no connection to toy photography and doesn't know a whole lot about it, saw it in the gallery and was just super stoked on it, super excited about it and telling me how much they enjoyed it. So I thought that, that was a, that was a pretty cool moment too. 
Wow, that is amazing. Like, how did they know that? Okay, how did they know that you was you? Like, was there like a a name or how did that work? Yeah, she was delivering my mail, and I guess she just recognized it from the show, and she's probably dropped off enough toy, you know, toy company boxes that she's like, oh, hey, like hot to- or you know, whatever, hot toys or Mezco or whatever's on the package. And she's probably like, hey, I wonder if this is the guy that takes photos of toys. Okay, so she probably did a little like putting two and two together, figuring it out. Gotcha. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Awesome, man. So where do you want to be with your toy photography hobby in 10 years? I, I know that's a long ways off, but like, do you want to keep doing this? Like, what is your, your focus and how do you want to get better in your hobby and your, and your craft? Yeah, I just definitely, I definitely want to keep doing it and just, uh, just improving and pushing myself. And, you know, I, I mean, maybe one day even doing some outdoor shots, that's something that I haven't done a whole lot of that down the road, I, you know, I want to, I want to try, but uh, yeah, just, you know, keep collecting and keep shooting and just improving, improving as a, a photographer. How do you feel like toy photography has helped you um, just in general? Cause I know a lot of people have a different mindset about it, but do you feel like toy photography has helped you creatively like with your job? Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, before I was doing toy photography, I, like I said, I, I would go out and I would shoot for the, you know, my company from time to time. And I, I wasn't really, you know, enjoying photography as much. So it's like anything, if you don't put time into it and you don't research it and stay up to date, you kind of, you know, you lose your edge in it. But since doing toy photography, I started like, you know, getting back into it and really taking it seriously and studying light. So it helps me, you know, it helps me, as, as an artist in the long run. And, uh, you know, it's also a great way for me after a long day of like at work to come home and decompress and actually do the photos I want to do. Yeah. I feel like it's a, it's a really amazing stress reliever too. Like when you're able to just get, get a shot and, and work on it and you're satisfied with it. Like it, it's amazing as stress relief for me. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, definitely. Definitely do. It's, uh, definitely a way to decompress, like I said, decompress and just kind of uh, let the stress of the day go by and kind of get in your own world and, you know, create, you know, create that vision that, you know, you're seeing in your mind. Nice. Nice. Yep. It's, it's amazing, man. If people haven't done it out there that want to do it, like I highly recommend trying it out just, just starting out, but let's talk about the, the community and the action figure community like I like to call this like the mentor moment where we look at the community as a whole and, and see how, what are we doing right and what are we doing wrong? What, how can we improve this place and how can we make it better? I mean, I think the community is awesome. I mean, I, I haven't had any experience where somebody was just, you know, you know, not nice. Uh, usually everybody's very supportive, um, very helpful. Like if you have a question, uh, you know, Hey, what, what lights are you using? What equipment do you use? They're more than happy to, you know, to, to fill you in. And uh, I, I think if we just continue down that path, I think we'll be okay. Um, as long as, you know, we don't get selfish with it and, you know, yeah. stop sharing what we can. And uh, I think like what you're doing here with the podcast, and I, I think that's just helping, you know, helping it grow as an art form. And I think if we can support that and just keep making that grow, I think we're going to be great. I think it's going to. I agree. 
I, I wholeheartedly agree, man. That's one thing I love about it is how transparent everybody is because you're right. Like if you have any question, like mm -hmm. nine out of 10 people will respond and tell you. It's not like they want to they want to safeguard that information because everybody wants to get better. Everybody wants to keep enjoying it more. And we're all in this together in a cheesy kind of way, but we are. Um, do you have any tips for people just starting out that want to do toy photography that have not started yet? Shoot. I mean, just try different things out. Don't be afraid to, you know, like experiment. You, um, if you're shooting a toy in front of a, in front of a box, try, you know, try setting up something else in the background. Just, just keep going. Don't give up and uh, don't be afraid to uh, ask people for help or, you know, you know, figure out what other photographers are doing. 100%. Definitely. So you saw toy fair, right? You're keeping up with all the news. Oh yeah, definitely. What, what's your, what's your most anticipated figure that you saw at toy fair? Oh, it's definitely the Michael Keaton Mezco. Yeah. I've been waiting for that one for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Do you like how they changed the the? It was originally, I think, like separations, like where they had like the the legs and the arms were like separate pieces, but now it's like one whole bodysuit. Do you like that? Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I think it's going to be a lot like. I mean, ho hopefully, it doesn't restrict the you know the posability of it. But I mean, I think it he looked like very. It looks very clean, and it looked. I mean, it looked great in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I didn't actually pre-order that one, but I, I don't know why. Like I'm just, for me, I, Michael Keaton is amazing. I love that whole series, but like my Batman is like the, not for story, but for like suit wise, my favorite is uh Batman versus Superman. Like that's, oh, my yeah. all -time, that's my all time favorite suit. My all time favorite story is the Christopher Nolan Batman, but I, I was just like, I don't know. I was on the fence about it. And I was like, no, I'm just not going to do it. And now I'm kind of regretting. That. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. I had to do it. I was, I, I couldn't miss out on that one. I've been waiting on it for a while. So, but yeah, I, I really do. I mean, the, the, the uh, Ben Affleck suit in Batman versus Superman is probably the closest I, that we've ever seen to a comic suit for sure. I also like the, uh, some of the McFarlane stuff I saw, uh, the uh, the white the curse of the white knight figure that looked pretty cool. Besides the Michael Keaton, do you have any other that you're really anticipating? Ooh, let me think. Oh, I, I think that's the main one right now. Mister Freeze. I'm, I'm re I would like to see that one. I'm ready for that one. Uh, yeah. And and the Two Face kind of like flush out the Rogue Gallery a little more. Nice. Did you did you pick up the any of the uh... Green Lanterns from Mezco? I didn't, but now that I'm seeing them, I wish I did. Oh man, I I'm so lucky I got both of them, and I'm I love them. Like I haven't gotten the Hal Jordan in yet, um, but he's coming in next week. So the photos I'm seeing, man, he look they look great. They look they look really good. I uh, just finally pulled the trigger and got that. Uh, the Mezco Catwoman. I was so afraid because I've heard so many horror stories about the joints and stuff. But uh, I'm glad I picked her up and uh, I kind of did a little hair dryer to kind of loosen her up a little bit. But uh, yeah, no issues with that. No, so far. I mean, I, I haven't tried to like really pose her too extreme, but like 
like I said, once I got her out of the box, I just kind of used the hairdryer to kind of loosen those joints up because they were really stiff. And yeah. uh, I was afraid that I was going to snap an arm or a, or a leg with, with her. Yeah, that's scary. I haven't picked that one up either. That, just for that reason, I'm, I know they're like they're pretty available and actually like really good prices online. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I may have to pick up. I really like the purple one too. Like I like that version. Yeah, I, I, uh, I wish I'd have got the purple one, but I just went with the black suit, the, just the regular black suit release. Um, I did see that like the, uh, is it DC, is it the DC collectibles Catwoman in the purple suit? I know uh, I'm talking about the Mezco, the, the exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one as well, but I think DC collectibles, didn't they do, or DC direct do it, just release a uh, Catwoman in a, in her purple suit as well. They may, they may have, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't been keeping up with DC collectibles. I know uh, Mofex has a, a hush Catwoman coming down the line. Oh right? yeah. So I'm going to get that one for sure. Yeah. That one looks really great. I I was joking with uh, uh, one of my friends that he always has issues with Mofex and like mm -hmm. he's never had a like a Mofex that didn't break on him so he's like given up on Mofex but like I've never had an issue with Mofex like never like it's so funny like their their quality control like and the issues that they have like I, it's just never been an issue for me yeah but have you ever picked up a Mofex like any Batman or anything I picked like up the bank robber Joker and he just I don't know. He falls apart. Like his, I don't know. Like, I mean, he's great. He looks great. And like, I can pose him, but like, he does not stay together whatsoever. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I did pick up a few of the, uh, I picked up the Hush Batman. Uh, I ordered the, uh, a few, of the, uh, like the Dark Knight uh, Triumphant and yeah. uh, the, uh, the, I think one more maybe. So hopefully, hopefully they won't fall apart. Yeah, I hope so too. I've I've got all of the Hush uh, Moffex on pre-order. The Batman, Superman, Superman looks really good. Yeah, he does. He does. And uh, I hope, man, this is like I know we've talked about this before, but I hope Mezco like I know they're gonna make. They teased in Toy Fair they're doing a Superman, uh, like a Michael Reeves. Is it no? Sorry, Chris, Christopher. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. That'll be yeah. a good one. That'll be one worth picking up. I think that will too. I think if they. Cause like Christopher, I'm trying to remember his like musculature. He's not like a super bulky guy. No, no, he's not. It might be like a skinny Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, skinny Superman. Skinny Superman. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I could pick up that body and then like just do a head swap and like put a, like a a comic Superman. But I'm like, no, he's probably gonna look too skinny. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see like, you know, how, how they how they build them. Uh, yeah, I think I'll pick him up as well to kind of go along with the Michael Keaton Batman so I can kind of like do some like world's finest uh, kind of like mesh up there. Yeah, now I want to get, okay, you got me wanting to do that too now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Well, uh, man, I, I don't have anything else, man. If you, wanna, if you want to uh, talk about anything or if you got anything on your mind, now's the time. Um, no, man, not really. Uh, just, you know, to everybody out there doing toy photography, keep it up and, uh, let's keep pushing it. Let's, you know, see where we can take this. Nice, man. And where can people connect with you on social media if they don't already? It's, uh, on Instagram at Eric Stuttered and that's, uh, Eric with a K. 
Gotcha. And you can connect with me at Dagobah underscore days. You can connect with the Toy Photo Cast on Instagram at Toy Photo Cast. You can collect with the 112 scale uh, figure repost page at 112 Community on Instagram and Star Wars Toy Picks. So remember, everybody, we are storytellers. Get out there, tell your story, have some fun, and shoot some Batman toys, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Toy Photocast. If you're enjoying this content and if this is adding value to you, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to hear. And that's going to help us shape the future of these episodes as we grow deeper into toy photography and the incredible community that surrounds it. Thank you guys again and have a great day. Peace.